Welcome to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, your host, Dawn Owen. I'm a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur, a speaker, a zero BS coach, and a lover of the high vibe life. I help business leaders like you create huge breakthroughs in their life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and impact you want and deserve. In this podcast, you will hear me talk all about mindset, money, and magic. The power trio that I know will get you where you want to go fast. This is the High Vibe Tribe podcast. to it and introduce my guest for today. Now, this is a very special moment in the High Vibe Tribe podcast history because I'm about to introduce the first male guest. (laughs) What an honour it is. And I've got one for you today as well. It is none other than Jack Duggan. He is the head of sales, not only at Expert Empires, but at the Elite Closing Academy as well. Welcome, Jack. I am honoured. Thank you. The first male. I can't believe. Yes, thank you for having me, first and foremost. And My husband's not very happy that he's not the first male. I bet he isn't. And hopefully he doesn't listen to this because he's going to go, what the hell's going on, Dawn? Um, <laughs> but, but yes, I mean, uh, very honoured. Thank you. And I'm excited for it. So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. So, as I said, Jackie's head of sales. And we are just going to delve right into all the salesy stuff in a moment but first of all I always ask my guests how high is your vibe today on a scale of one to ten and why my answer on that is a nine okay Uh, it's a nine out of ten and the reason it's a nine out of ten is because we've just come out of our quarterly planning uh, and that is where uh, literally as it says in tin every quarter we plan for the next one and what the targets are what the numbers are how many people want to serve and how are we going to do that so it always gets me fired up, gets me pumped up, ready for the next three months and probably now towards the end of the year as well. So exciting times. Yeah, so- I love that. love that. Okay, so I am just going to go straight in today. But the first thing I want to ask you is, what is the difference between sales and marketing? Because I can remember when I worked in corporate, we had a sales and marketing department, not department. And I think now, you know, as a solopreneur, if you will, we get a bit confused about which is which and you know we're going to be talking about sales today but I'd love to get your take on what is the difference yeah good question so I think it's also important to realize that yes there is a difference I'm going to go into that shortly um sales and marketing are like the sun and the moon okay complete opposites um but they also go hand in hand and they must work closer together. Hence, probably why you experienced this yourself, Dawn. I certainly did in my previous job when I was there as well. So it's important to realize that. Now, the difference between marketing uh, and sales is specifically when it comes to marketing, it's, there's a lot of moving cogs, it's a lot of creativity. And the big thing is with marketing that when you feel like you've cracked it, when you feel like you know you've got the right thing in place overnight you can just like fall to pieces and go how has that happened i don't understand what's going on um and when it comes to sales when you have a process in place whether you're selling 
a, a bag of like screwdrivers or nails or bolts or whether you're selling like a, a 50 grand 100 grand million pound product service if you have a process in place it's going to be and one that's slick one that's easy to follow for any kind of buyer whether you're a, a kind of instinctive buyer or someone that takes the time it doesn't matter as long as you have a process in place like it's unbreakable Whereas marketing, there's so many moving parts and it can change from time to time. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. That's really interesting, that is. And you talked there about a process, and I know we're going to touch on that in a bit. And something that I've heard you say before is you can't just rely on marketing. Can you expand on that a bit? Yeah, absolutely. So this is why it is, because there are two types of opportunities and leads and by the way when I say opportunities and leads never forget this they're actually human beings they're not just like a number on a dashboard they're actually human beings behind the computer or phone that's clicking on something or showing their interest there's two types of leads one is a marketing qualified lead so what does that mean that means is someone that has shown their interest that's come towards you because they've got a pain or a problem and you're I'm going to use a website as an example. It could be many things, but a website where they're connected with some of the problems, the pains they're experiencing has made them come towards you and go, hey, I'm feeling that myself and I'm interested. When someone does that, they're producing opportunities to book in your diary for a phone call or a Zoom or just download something if it's something you want to do that you're giving away for free. Like we've got a book that we give away for free as an example. So that's when a marketing qualified lead is produced. A sales qualified lead is when, and this is the mindset we operate here in the in the group of companies, is if to hit our numbers, if marketing didn't exist, didn't produce any opportunities whatsoever, how do we hit the numbers that are expected? And what a salespeople, what salespeople naturally do, all business owners, because business owners are salespeople, like whether they like it or not, they are salespeople yeah. who generate business. What the salespeople or business owners are, they rely so much on marketing, they become a they haven't got they become a little bit lazy on the sales side of generating their own opportunities and going out there other than marketing to go and get the opportunities. Now I'm saying lazy, that's probably more for like say actual salespeople that are focused. Most of the time if you're a solopreneur on your own it's because of one or two there's two main things one you've got so much to do yourself so you are the master you're the salesperson you're yeah. the finance person you're the bookkeeper you're the toilet cleaner like you're absolutely everything yeah um, or the other thing is um that you have so much fear around sales because you don't have a process you lack structure you lack a strategy and with that in mind you will steer clear of ringing people or messaging people or going towards people and just spend so much time money and energy on the marketing front instead um i hope that kind of yeah 100 percent. and when you said that so you said either you've got so much to do or you've got the massive fear and what i would say because i'm happy to speak for everyone as always is that actually we kid ourselves that we've got so much to do that we haven't got the time for it whole of the topic is about putting that time in your diary which is what I 
bang on about a lot. But then we kid ourselves, oh my God, I haven't got time, I haven't got time, I haven't got time because of the fear. And I know, you know, that's where I was going to say I was, I still am to a degree, but obviously I've, you know, been working with you guys and so improving on that front. But you talk there about lazy and I get what you mean there. It it just makes us lazy because we don't think we have to do it. There's lots of talk around, oh, you know, keep up your Facebook posts and your LinkedIn posts and do this and do your networking and stuff. But Say we go to all that trouble to get in front of them in some way, whether that's a phone call or whatever it is, or in person, and then nothing. <laughs> we don't. Have, we go to all that trouble to get a prospect, and then we don't actually have a process. And I think what I've learned in the short time is that just by having that process or structure, it actually can take away some of that fear because you know what you're doing when you get on the phone. Would you agree? Absolutely, I would agree. Absolutely, yes. Um, and this is the thing, this is why people always want marketing. The main reason is because of a lack of structure, a lack of process, and they spend so much time, so much money, so much energy in generating new opportunities. When in actual fact, I can assure you, when you listen to this podcast, if you turned your marketing off completely, and I mean, do nothing, the next person you're about to do business with, I can put my house on it, will be in your phone book already. They will be in your contacts already. They will be on your social media already or wherever you hang out. I can guarantee that. So what we fear is, well, like, how do we actually do it? Because yeah. you can spend so much time on your energy and you know, like, what do I do? How do I say it? So my, there's some key points around this to help people like, straight away. Yeah. I kind of mentioned it earlier, regardless of what kind of buyer you are like me, uh, I'm a very quick, instinctive buyer, like, I'll give you an example. I went into BMW when I got my car uh, recently. By the way, I'm sorry if you're a car salesman if you listen to this. Painful is the word. Oh, rubbish, aren't they? They're rubbish, yeah. Uh, they're not great, to say the least. Uh, I can't mm. swear on here. I'm not going to swear. <laughs> oh, you, um, oh, you can. We, we... I'm, I'm not going to. I've got to be quiet, <laughs> but, um, Yeah, they're not great, to put it this way. But I, I'm someone that likes a... If, it's, if it looks nice, right, if it's got a bit of speed in it, great. Uh, and it's pretty new. I'm golden, like the sales are done. But what happens is because they haven't got a process, they have they do everything they can to mess it up for me, the yeah. experience. Um and it's it all just comes down to lack of structure. So these are key few key things that you've got to be aware of. You, if you're an instinctive buyer, have a process that can accommodate for someone like me. Uh-huh. If you are a slow buyer and you've got a load of questions and you want to know all the information, all the ins and outs which is absolutely fine. It doesn't matter what kind of buyer you are. Then have a process for that. But here's the thing, you don't want to have a process for that, this and and the other. You have one process that can help and support the quick, instinctive buyer and also the buyer that takes their time. And it all comes down to this when it comes to sales and serving people. You've got to do it from your heart. You have to do it from your heart. Most salespeople and business owners they talk about serving and helping other people. Their actions and the way they talk, it's all about getting the sale in, getting the money in. And of course, in my opinion and my belief, money is so, so important because it gives you choices. It's what you do with the, the money and the choices is what's important. Um, and some people mess that up. Like we all have, I'm sure, in the yeah. that, we've, that we've done it. So you've got to have a process. What is your process like? Is it quick? Is it just like kind of one man, thank you, man, just like speak to as many people as I can, try and get the sale in? Or is it actually, hey, I've got people here 
I'm treating every person on a one-to-one -one basis because every person is a one-to-one. -one, they're, they're different, okay? And nurturing through with loads of touch points, with loads of conversations, with loads of messages to make sure that they are a good fit for your service, your program, because here's the thing. People will invest in you when they know, like, and trust you. If one of those things are missing, they won't buy. No matter how good your program is or no matter how much you share with them, they won't buy it because here's the thing. They're not, they don't care about you. They have no interest about you. Sorry, but not sorry. They don't care. <laughs> they only care about one thing. And we're all the same when we're buying. What's in it for me? Yeah. And by the way, that might be consciously and that might be subconsciously. But if I'm investing money, what what, I, what am I getting out getting out of this? Am I is it gonna whatever I've got here is a pain or a problem? Is it going to help me get out of that pain or problem? That's the key. I agree. And I've also heard you say, and you kind of alluded to it there, when we say that we're kind of selling, you know, authentically or from the heart or whatever, but we're actually not because we're so obsessed with getting the sale with no structure that we kind of forget we're dealing with human beings. And I think something that I've heard you say is about, for instance, when and we've all had these calls where you get the call and actually you know it's a sales call within three seconds because it's not your mate but you might know them and they're like hi oh how are you how's the dog how's the so-and-so and you're like no don't do that yes so what should you do instead yeah so on that point yeah good question uh dawn on that point uh, i just want to elaborate on that what dawn's saying there and it's, it's something i've i believe in massively is when a salesperson calls you up, majority of the time, you know they're a salesperson. Here's the reason why there's a few telling signs. One, the way you just shared that, Dawn, is yeah. absolutely spot on. <laughs> it's like they put on this sales voice or corporate yeah. voice, and you're going, where's that suddenly come from? You don't speak to your mates like that. Why would you speak to someone else like that? Um, that's important. And, and, and number two is um, they, they, just, they just bring up words and say things like, how are you? Um, when they don't know you, they don't like you, uh, they have no idea why you're giving them a call. So, like, why are you saying all this? Hmm. That's what's going in their brain most yeah. of the time. So here's how you would do it. And there's a bit of a structure for this. And this is probably the, with the time that we've got on here, I want to give this structure. So whatever call you make in life, and I will, if you've listened to this, have a pen and paper, okay, get a pen and paper and write this down. So for any call that you make, when it comes to sales, other than a freezing cold call, and I mean freezing cold call, like you go on Google and just call any call, right? There's four key steps to a phone call. Number one is always, always say hi. Hi, is that Dawn? I'm using you as an example, Dawn. Hi, yeah. is that Dawn? Use their name first, not surname, like use their name first. Don't use, hey, it's Jack here. Like, no, you got off the bus stop. Talk about them. Hi, is that Dawn? Okay, yeah. so you got to qualify. The second point is always start with a thank you. Thank you so much for taking the call. Thank you for clicking on the link. Thank you for downloading something. Thank you. Just P's and Q's, always important to so start with a thank you. The third key point is having a reason. Here's where we let ourselves down as salespeople and also as business owners. The reason for the call, and they have 
two, three, four different reasons. Hey, reason from call is, well, you know, you clicked on something, or we showed you're interested, dropped you an email, and I just wanted to see how you are, how's the dog, and uh, yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. That's all. So keep on point, your own energy, it's got to be your own energy. You know, I'm very direct and yeah. I'm very masculine when it comes to the way I do sales, but also if I'm talking to someone that's a little bit softer, I can slow down and go, hey, reason for the computer call is you've shown your interest in our service, in our products before, uh, and this is to find out whether I can help you going forward with our service, our products, to close more sales, is what we do, or nothing at all. So, hey, I need to ask you a question. So my reason is really clear, to understand, ask questions. Or if it's not a good fit, that's fine. Have one reason, okay? So that's the third point. And the fourth point is, I mentioned just briefly then, ask a question linked to your reason. So if my reason is to understand, ask questions, I then cannot ask, answer, ask a question around, hey, did you get my email? Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. Like, what would you say? Note to self, don't ask that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you get my email? No. Oh, where do we go now with this? Yeah. So a question that I would ask in that situation is, hey, I'm here to understand, see if we've got a good fit for each other or not at all, is something like, hey, when it comes to sales and closing specifically, closing sales and business, what's working really well for you? What would you like to work on? What would you like to improve on? That's an example of what I would yeah. ask. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because you're right. I, that When you said that email thing, I thought, oh, my God, I think I, I actually <laughs> have said that. Oh, hi, did you get my email? Because... Here's the thing. I think we feel like we're looking for an excuse to ring because we, you know, they're in the pipeline or whatever, you know, we're calling for whatever. And we feel like we need an excuse to ring. And actually, they have probably, you know, in a lot of the times reached out to us. And I think some of that comes from how we feel when people are selling to us. So we're like, oh, my God, I don't want to be like that. But actually, just in those four things that you said there, we can recognize how other people are doing the opposite. So if we do that, actually, there's no need to feel so, you know, icky around it. Because yeah. we, we're coming from a point of serving rather than a point of I'm trying to sell you something. 100%. 100%. And salespeople and business owners, when they're selling, it's because it's massive fear. It all starts with massive fear, massive fear. And the reason that people say, oh, did you get the email? And they go, no, give me a call back in six months. You go, okay, no problem at all. Like, yeah. that's like, you don't want to be doing that. Sales is all about being transparent. Never, ever lie in sales. I had one recently where I was actually cold calling and they went, let me stop you there. Is this a sales call? I went, it is, yeah. It is a sales call. You have no idea where I am. I don't know if I can help you or you're a good fit for it or not, not at all. And that's why I'm actually giving you a call. Let me crack on with it. If you want to hang up, you hang up. That's absolutely fine. Let me ask you a question. Ask a question. Yeah. And whatever happens, happens like take your top off, turn around, look in the mirror. You're not injured. You're fine. <laughs> Everything is going to be absolutely fine. Now, I know I'm talking from experience. I've only been on there, what, half an hour or so. Mm -hmm. Like, And this is very straight to the point. It's very raw, if you've mm -hmm. never heard it before. What I'm, what I'm trying to get across is when it comes to sales, transparency being open anything can happen anything's possible then then the more you think about that the more free and free you are and the less restricted you are to the outcomes we always think about the worst case dawn like yeah, 100%. pick up the phone 
Like I've been there, and this is all come from experience. I've been in positions previously where I've gone, oh, I hope they don't answer. Yeah. I'm going to be bothering them. Yeah. It's too much for them. Uh, they can't afford it. Uh, it's not the right time. I'm saying this before I even fix up the phone. Like, what am I yeah. talking about? Well, it's just like everything that fits so perfectly with what I talk about. You know, I just had an event on Sunday and I was talking about this. Your thoughts actually create your results. So if you're having those thoughts, which will then create an emotion in your body of fear, dread, reluctance, all of that, the action is going to be either you won't make the call. If you do, you're certainly doing it with the wrong energy. You know, I talk a lot about energy and therefore the result is going to be, well, shit, basically. (laughs) Whereas if you recognize that you've got to recognize the thoughts first and then go, okay, so how do I want to feel making this call? I want to feel excited. I want to feel curious, you know. Okay, so what are the thoughts that I need to drive that emotion? Then, you know, before you even get on the call, you've got yourself in a much better position psychologically. And that leads me something I've I've heard you say so many things. It, this sounds like listeners, doesn't it? Like I follow him around going, ooh, Jack took a note to myself. Does, here. Does, oh, you does, talk she about does, she does. No, she I does. don't. I don't. <laughs> you think. You set, have said the, where is it? The number one close or the first close is to yourself. Yes. What do you mean by that? Yeah, good question. Uh, so if you're, if you've ever been in a position or you're still in a position now where you when you get asked questions, if you cannot answer it succinctly and you can't answer it on point in your own energy with massive certainty, massive clarity, then if you cannot do that, then do not sell your product or program. Um, here's one that always you always get tested out on this. When someone asks you how much is it, if you turn into a puddle, yeah. And you have no idea what to say. And you say, well, it all depends. On how it, <laughs> and, you know, yeah. it could be this and it could be that. that is just, their alarm bells inside. They're not going to show you this or say this. Their alarm bells inside are going like, oh, my God, get me out of the situation now. Yeah. What am I doing? Like, I do not want to be here. Get me out. No, I'm not going to say this, as I said. So if you cannot answer that really simply with, hey, good question, I'll give you an example if someone asked me that question myself for our programs. Jack, how much is it? Great question. Our top clients invest £50,000 per annum. You can get started for as little as £2.80, which is a book, and you've got a few in between. Let me see where you fit into that potentially. Let me ask you a question, and then you ask a question. So if you are, if Butts maybe is explaining how it all works, then you are losing so simple questions around money, money being the big one, make a point on money. Yeah. People's money mindset are, and by the way, I've grew up in a family, love my mum and dad's bits, absolutely love them to bits. Uh, when it comes to money, their mindset around it is like very, very old fashioned. So I've, I've had to break through this mm-hmm. and still I'll and today, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a key one. Right? If you can't answer that question, then don't do it. What's included in it? What's the first thing that happens with it? Like if they can't answer these things really succinct, really on point in their own energy, then you can't do it. You've got to close yourself first. Ask, get someone to role play or practice with you. I know we hate role play. I know a lot of people hate role play and practice. Just ask someone, go, hey, ask me four questions. How much is it, for example? How long is it? Um, what a question that I always get asked is, 
how can it benefit me mm-hmm. and what do you actually do if like there are four questions real simple questions you cannot answer that in under 10 seconds then please stop please don't make a sound I love that. And it comes back to that transparency piece as well, doesn't it? Of, you know, the building the trust. Because if you are like I'm in an R in around, you know, let's use the price because of your own mindset, then yeah, that's not exactly going to instill trust or confidence in your product or service. Exactly. So I love that. And what, and what, and I'm sorry, Dodge, I just want to no. make a point here notoriously is that when people have many products or services, they always quote the lowest fee. I'm talking about money here. They always quote the lowest fee because it might be too expensive for someone or they can't afford it. This is what's going on in the mindset. So they try and get them in so then they can like upsell them again. Like, no, well, yeah. well, just give. you're expensive and my expensive are huh. totally different. Like on here. Yeah. My cheap and your cheap are totally different. Mm-hmm. Like 7.2 billion people on this planet don't judge Okay, I'm talking about money here specifically, but this is where people get caught up. So give them the options and let them decide. Let them decide. Salespeople and business owners are trying to control the situation, trying to manipulate the situation. That's horrible. It's sales. It's 1970s, but Wall Street, horrible stuff. Not about that life. You've got to give them options. They ask them the fees and the investment. Give it them. Hey, what other information do you need? Let them decide. Okay. I love that. So just before we wrap up on that, you talk about structure and that, and part of that is follow-up. Now, everyone knows the phrase, the fortune's in the follow-up, but no one fucking does it. So, (laughs) and again, I think it's because they, you know, if they have gone through the sales call, they're so like, oh my God, I did a sales call. I nearly died. That they just go, oh, I can never speak to that person again. You know, and you said right at the beginning, if all your marketing fell off a cliff tomorrow, your next client is probably in your phone or around you already. So, yeah, what's your thoughts and your top tip on follow-up? My top tip is this, and it links to something about, first of all, structure. Okay, so what is your current structure to follow up with people? What have you got? And there's two things, and we'll go into that a bit of detail there but first of all if it's not in your diary it won't happen yeah get it in your diary like put some time aside in your diary like you would do with marketing like you would do for serving a client like you would do in your case Dawn, for example putting a podcast if you've got a podcast if you're listening yeah. to a podcast alone but if it goes in your diary it will happen yeah. there's a lot more likely to happen so get it in your diary so structure some time in there when it comes to actual follow-up of it so this is why people rely so much on marketing. They want to get great marketing tools is because they may follow up once, maybe twice. Okay. Well, let me give you some data. Okay. I'm going to try and keep this as okay. on point as I can. And by the way, if there's any questions, please ask them. When you say if you have a hundred people that show an interest and then you've got a hundred people to follow up with, they haven't bought, but you've got hundred mm-hmm. people to follow up with. You ring them once, ring them once, roughly, on average, you will speak You will speak to 20% of those people, okay? Yeah. Okay, from call prospects to someone showing interest, not buying online, to following up 20%, okay? 
So that is 20 people. Most people just ignore the 80 people. They haven't bought, they're not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. So that's them. Then they've got to go and find another 100 leads. Yeah. Not true. Because the second pool of people, so if you follow up with them again, like another time, you will speak to roughly another 10 to 15%. So now, even just following up with them twice, you're at 35% max. Okay. You do that over the course of four to five weeks, you will speak to roughly between 45 and 50% of the opportunities that you're calling. Now, your question is, well, what do you do over like that period yeah. of time? Your mobile phone isn't just a phone. That is a tool you can phone, you can text, you can send a selfie, you can send voice messages, you can send video messages, you can get connected to them on all social media platforms and do exactly the same sort of thing on there. You can find out their address and post a letter to them. Like, there's so much you can do. A phone nowadays isn't just a phone, a computer with a phone option on it. Yeah. it. Use it to its max capacity. So I like to, when I'm following up, I like to be, I like to be fruitful. I like to be different. I like to send voice messages, video messages on point. And it's not just about doing it and sending like a 10 minute video message. You're not going to grab their attention no. at all. It just be different from your competition. Just be mm -hmm. different from people. And people, by the way, they love you for it. They thank you for it. They so thank you. That is a great gesture. I sent 10 handwritten lesser notes out the other day, right? I had one response so far. He went, that is a lovely gesture. Thank you. First one, he said. Right. Yeah. So be different. Just be different. Even if you just apply one different thing in your follow-up, not, not five or six, like I've just said, but like, just do one. You will see a noticeable difference. I love that. And I could, we could carry on talking on this topic all day, but I think I'm very much like give people stuff that they can do and implement. I often talk about action when I'm speaking and I want people to take action. So, you know, don't invest your time listening to the podcast and then do F all with it. You know, take one of Jack's excellent tips and implement it, even if it's just one. I am also not a fan of overwhelm. So if you listen to all that and go, shit, that sounds like a lot, just take one thing and it's bound to make Make a difference because if you're not doing it now and you start doing something then it's going to make a difference so yeah, yeah thank you for sharing all those tips sum everything up there yeah. right what i would love the listeners to do is get a piece of paper up and there's no right or wrong with this and just write down 10 names that you could go towards right now and just if they're a good fit right they're a really good fit for your service program write them down on a piece of paper Okay, and just send one one minute video to them. Okay, I'm just giving you a bit of advice. One one minute video to them, and just wait the response. And the reason for you send this video is I've been thinking about you, and I feel like we're a great fit to speak to each other. See what they say and respond with. Okay, that's my advice. Look, one. Oh, I love that. That's like the mic drop moment i'm not going to drop my mic because it's quite expensive but if i was imagine that i am dropping it because that is great and you know what i know that some people listening to this they will do that some of you won't rubbish some of you will <laughs> high vibers that's what you'll do and then jack and i would love to know how that goes for you because yeah. like say if you're never if you've never done it before or you know that's something that your competitors aren't doing it's going to have an impact for you Thank you for that. So before we start to wrap up, I always finish with the last word. So this is where I ask my, oh my God, my brain has gone. That's my guest. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. 
for their last something or other. So I, I don't tell them before. So I'd like to know, Jack, what was the last great meal you had out? Out? Yeah. Ooh, good question. It would have to be. I love, I am a meat eater. I love mm. steaks. I went to Gaucho um, oh, yeah. in Birmingham. Believable. Philip steak. It was incredible. Um, wow. And a few glasses of wine too. Of course. And I don't know if this, if you are one of these people or not, when was the last time you danced all night or tried to dance all night? I'm glad you added the last bit on because I'm not a dancer whatsoever. I am one of those people that just stands at the bar and talks. I don't dance. I can't dance. But try to dance was my dad's... No, it wasn't actually. It was at my girlfriend's 10th... Um, uh, birthday anniversary. Yeah, so... Anniversary. so uh, yeah, Jack, I know Jack's girlfriend really well. And yeah, they had a massive party. In fact, the listeners, it was the party where I needed the chiropractor afterwards. You know, I've spoken about that many times. So it was a great night that ended in me requiring a chiropractor the next morning. Wow. That's how good it was. And so that's where you attempted to do your dancing. Attempted, yeah, that, that's been the word. So, yeah, don't because <laughs> I, I look awful, but it's fine. It's absolutely fine. That's the last time, anyway. I'm going to go searching for the video now. <laughs> so, right, before you go, Jack, um, let us know how can the listeners find out more about you, the sales process, and all the great stuff that you guys do? Yeah, good question. So I'm head of sales for both companies, as uh, as Dawn said. So there is one company uh, specifically. So if you, I'm going to kind of make it as clear as I can. If you struggle with your front end structure, strategy, and marketing, and then expert empires, Nick James, that's the place that you want to go uh, towards. If you feel like sales is something you need to work on, improve on, and you you are looking for uh, sales help and support in the right way, in the right energy then the Elite Closing Academy, which is all about the back-end structure strategy when it comes to sales, okay? So I've been talking a lot about that side of the business here to help people. So yeah, go towards that is my advice. So the Elite Closing Academy, we've got a YouTube channel, we've got a Facebook group, it's got about 3.7 thousand members. That's the one that you want to join because there are a few and there's a few questions you've got to answer. And you're golden there. And yeah. that's how you find out more about us. And I think, Dawn, you're going to put in a little uh, link. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to put all the links to those in because I know that the free stuff that these guys put out is incredible. And also, Jack, are we able to have a link for Matt's book? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliant. Okay. I'll yeah. send that over to you so you've got it. Um, okay. No problem at all. So this is, uh, it's called Open With A Close. And it talks about this structure in a little bit yeah. more detail. Yeah, People can follow along, can't they? Yeah, apologies, I should have said that. So this is a book. Dawn has got it. What I've talked about here is little bits and pieces from the book. And it's called Open the Close. And overall, what it's going to give you is a very surface level of such structure, strategy of how you can go from where you are now to that next step. And even if you just take one piece of advice from it it might make the difference from you going from uh, where you are now to making your next sale at the end of the day so uh, yeah, open with the clothes dawn's got it i have got it it's by my bed right now so i'm plowing through that and it has got some great stuff in and you know what i'm just going to say because i can and i'm direct is if don't buy it to just be another book on your bloody bookshelf you know what do they call it the self the shelf help books Buy it if you want like a mini textbook, really, to, you know, implementing some of this stuff that Jack has shared with us today. So, yeah. Jack, 
I feel like I've literally, I was going to say sucked your brains out. I did say it. You've given us so much there. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. And that's it from us this week. We're back next week. But in the meantime, remember to keep those vibes high. Thank you for listening to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, Dawn Owen. I'd love to know what your number one takeaway was from this episode. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me in on social media. And if you know someone who would enjoy it too, then don't keep it to yourself. Share the vibes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified as soon as the next episode drops. If you're not already a part of the High Vibe Tribe community over on Facebook, then come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep those vibes high.